0: Welcome to pieces for my puzzle. I'm your host Nikki ship, and I'm excited to be sharing with you my life with a son on the spectrum. This podcast is for anyone who is looking for quick tips and perspective, but most of all for hope and inspiration. So sit back, relax, and let's put the pieces together. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Pieces for My Puzzle. I'm your host, Nikki Shipp. Thank you so much for joining us today. Last week, we spoke about how to find good, incredible resources on social media. So if you didn't get a chance to tune into that episode, please do. I think we had some great quick tips on that episode. This week, we're going to talk about emotional support for parents and how you can keep your cup full with what you need. This topic is really interesting for me because... Most of the time, we can find endless resources for our kids with therapies and support aids and doctors and all sorts of things to help our kids and to also help them feel emotionally supported. But I found that it's a little hard for parents. And oftentimes we get directed to maybe some sort of community support page or maybe a professional or a therapist to talk to ourselves. But beyond that, that's usually the extent of it. So I wanted to offer not just parents, but friends and family members of parents who have a child on the spectrum about how to offer emotional support to them because it's so important. I always say it takes a village and I need my tribe. I need my village to support me just as much as I need them to support my son. Because if I'm not doing well, or if I'm not at my best, how can I offer or expect that from my child? And so I think that this is a really interesting topic that a lot of us as parents don't think about. So Um, Hopefully, this will give you guys some perspective today. First and foremost, parent training is critical. I know I've talked about this in many other episodes before, but as a parent, my, my number one suggestion to you is to empower yourself by educating yourself. Take it upon yourself to do some parent training, learn some resources to help yourself with your child and their behaviors. The more you know, the more equipped you'll be to handle situations. Um, You'll be able to handle behaviors and even observations because when you start going through therapies, as most of you um, I'm sure have experienced, you're going to start going through therapies and you're going to realize that your observations also have to be keen so that you can... Mold those therapies and those goals um, uh, based on the behavior or of, of what they're doing. So the more you know, the more equipped you're going to feel. You're going to have more in your, your toolbox, and you're going to feel you're going to feel better about it. There is a downside, a little bit though. However, to the parent training um, is it can sometimes feel intensive, and it is skill based, and. I know for me personally, it has left me feeling frustrated and confused and also a little sad and angry because you start going through these therapies and all you keep thinking about is why can't my kid just be normal? Why can't my kid just do this simple task? Why do I have to break this down into so many steps so that he, my my child finally gets it? And so sometimes you can have a downside to learning this type of training, because you're going to feel frustrated that you have to break it down in a way that maybe, you know, why, why can't they just get it? What, why is this so hard? And so you can start to feel some of those emotions. Um, It's not uncommon to feel discouraged with therapies. It's not uncommon to feel discouraged in medical appointments, even at their schools and their IEPs, um, dealing with insurance and all of that can be really, really overwhelming. So You're going to feel like giving up, and I'm here to tell you, please don't give up. Continue with your training. Continue educating yourself. You will feel better for it in the long run, um, and it will help you for when those situations do occur that that you have things in your toolbox that you can use. So, you know, how can you do all of this? How can you provide all of, all of these things for your child and keep your uh, cup emotionally full? And it, believe me, it's not easy, and I still struggle with it every day, every day. Um, I have people that tell me, you know, Nikki, you, you, you handle it so well, um, but a lot of people don't see me behind the scenes and, and how hard some of this really truly is for me as well. And I think every parent understands that. Every parent knows that. So this advice that I'm going to give you today isn't just for, like I said, parents. It's for anyone that a friend or family member, maybe you're trying to figure out how you can emotionally support that friend or family member better um, and and lift them up so that they feel encouraged and inspired in times when maybe they feel frustrated or upset. The first question, Uh, piece of advice that I'm going to give you is allow them to mourn. I have so many different waves of emotion where I feel like I have mourned. I have mourned Drayson's um, not being what I thought he was going to be. And I apologize because I'll probably get a little emotional talking about this. But um, the vision of what I had for Drayson and what I thought he was going to be it, it it's not it's none of that, and so I I feel as if I've had a loss, and I think sometimes mourning has to happen in order to continue to move forward. So let that frustration let that let that happen for yourself. Um, it's not uncommon for parents to be, be to begin crying. Obviously, hi, I'm sitting here already on the podcast crying about it. Um, it's it's easy for me to cry when he has a meltdown, just as easily as it is for me to cry when he has a milestone moment. So allow yourself to feel those waves of emotion. And for friends and family who are around, allow them to feel that way. Allow them to, to feel that wave of emotion and not be judged for that. And sometimes that might seem a little odd. Like I remember one time, like I took Drayson into the grocery store and he picked out the type of cookies that he wanted. And I'm practically crying because he just made a decision for himself. And I'm sure that the stranger next to me probably thought I was crazy. But getting on the phone with my husband and telling my husband, oh, my gosh, he picked out, you know, he picked out his favorite cookie all by himself and he put it in the cart. It was like those were those are big moments. Something as simple as that can potentially big be a big moment. I mean, heck, when my when we were trying to teach him how to get dressed, I was happy if he just put pants on. So I think that the allowing yourself to feel those waves of emotion are are really, really important. Um when you're talking to a parent who has a child on the spectrum, let them feel heard. And this goes for um, caregivers. um, If you have a care team that you work with, um, or friends and family, like everyone, allow those parents to feel heard. Parents are really overwhelmed. And when they want to talk, sometimes they're not necessarily looking for a solution. We search for solutions all the time. So when I go into a venting mode, I know I personally, it's not that I want a solution. I just want to feel heard. I want to know that I'm doing a good job and I want to feel valued for everything that I'm doing. And that's so important, I think, for parents to know that they're doing a good job. So to all, your par- all the parents out there that are listening to me today, I want you to know that you're doing a fantastic job and you shouldn't give up and you should keep pushing forward And you've got this. That's my message to you. And the other thing is I'm going to encourage you guys to get out and get active with your child. Um, Sometimes just a change of scenery is always good. Um, I know that that can feel difficult at first. I know I worry a lot about Drayson's behaviors when we go out. Um, And sometimes – it it can feel really daunting. Um, but do something as simple as go to, go to a park or, you know, hit a hiking trail or get out in nature or some sort of community event and just have a little bit of a change in scenery. Um, I think that that also encourages you to do more and to have more experiences with your child. And sometimes it will feel like a push. But for those of you trying to encourage parents, let them know that it's okay if you guys are out and a behavior occurs. Let those parents feel safe to bring their child out into an environment where there may or may not be a behavior. We want to make sure that everything is going to be socially accepted, at least within your inner circle or the people that surround you. Consider ways to collaborate with parents. Um, You know, take it upon yourself to learn about autism, to learn about behaviors. Um, How can you help your friend or family member? In what ways can you gain an understanding about autism? And consider learning more and creating more awareness so that you can also spread the word and help others about, about autism. The more we create awareness, the more we educate, the more everyone can understand a little bit more um, about the spectrum. To those that are providing services, my care team, I love my care team. And I have to say that providing emotional support by listening to a parent's needs and concerns is so, so important. And I feel very, very blessed and lucky that I have a care team um, that provides in-home therapies and services to Drayson that, that really do hear me and my husband when we're talking about our concerns. Um, And it's the best way to get perspective for what um, a parent is going through. So if you are um, involved in um, some sort of care team, um, maybe you're a speech therapist or an occupational therapist, um, or maybe you're the support coordinator that helps to provide services for that family, um, I highly encourage you to remind yourself to, to just hear them. And listen and gain perspective on maybe how that parent is feeling. If you guys are the experts in writing goals and formalizing things, then then help that parent to maybe formalize some goals about what they're struggling with as well. And for parents, I, I encourage you to journal. And this might sound like an odd request, but journal your thoughts. Um, it's a great outlet. It's a way for you to heal a little bit too. I mean, obviously, uh, you heard me um right now getting emotional about you know allowing yourself to mourn and it's a great way to kind of get that out um and not to harbor your feelings um i feel like so t- oftentimes i have to put on such a a face um when i walk into a therapy or walk into an evaluation or something for my son that i have to put on this big face and that i can't allow them to see me um sad or frustrated or upset and so sometimes you can feel exhausted from that because you're masking maybe how you feel because you're just trying to get the job done for your child so journaling is a great way to kind of get your thoughts on paper and not harbor your feelings and and it's a great outlet and it's been a great outlet for me so um, you know give it a good try try it for you know, try it every night for three weeks. What do do they say? It takes 21 days, I think, or something like that to build a habit. So maybe try it and see if you can incorporate that into your daily routine. At the end of every episode, we want to either do a story highlight or ask the audience a question. So I am going to ask another question today. Please feel free to email me at info at com. I would love to hear what your answers are. But my question to you is Have you found emotional support? And what's working um, for you? that you have found the support that you need? Was it through friends? Was it through family members? Was it through your care team? Um, I'd love for you to send in your responses um, to me, and I'd love to, to read what your perspective is on that. This concludes our episode for today. So please like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, excuse me. And feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already at Pieces for My Puzzle. And if you like what you're hearing, please spread the word to friends and family so that we can offer more support and encouragement and resources to those parents that are looking for help. And feel free to give us a good rating on your preferred podcast platform of choice if you like what you're hearing. And that's a wrap for today. So until next time, keep working on your puzzle. And remember, you don't have to have it all solved in a day. Take care. All right. Take it away whenever you're ready. Okay. Okay. So I don't, up any more lines okay (laughs) put that on the blooper reel yeah let's go to the bloopers (laughs) i'm like put that on the blooper reel okay (sighs) okay